You're listening to The Hungry Soul with Rachel Foy, covering all topics from spirituality, mindset work, beliefs, relationships, food, body image, business, money, self-expression, and more, helping you become a soul-fed woman. Hello there, gorgeous, and welcome back to The Hungry Soul with myself, Rachel Foy. And today on episode 35, I'm talking to the lovely Stephanie Jameson. So Stephanie is someone who I came across, I think it was on Instagram, actually. And I absolutely loved the the message that she was spreading and the stuff that she was sharing. So I got her on the show and we had a really beautiful conversation around connecting to our soul and being truthful with ourselves. So Stephanie's an empath and she's also clairvoyant and clairaudient. And Stephanie's felt a constant need to serve throughout her entire life. And this has been especially true over the last few years. So as with many of us that are really stepping into that place of spreading our soul's work, she went through her own catalyst awakening and years of just battling between her heart and her mind. And she finally remembered who she was and she began to align with her true soul purpose. So through her intuitive healing sessions, Stephanie's committed to helping adults really connect with spirit as well as offer guidance to help heal their their inner child, their child woundings, um, karmic patterns, conditioned beliefs and any kind of blocks that are really holding them back from from being who they truly are. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did speaking to Stephanie. And here you go, Stephanie Jameson. So here she is, Stephanie, good afternoon, good morning, time zones, how are you? Hello, yes, it's morning here, I'm good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's so funny, whenever I get international guests on the show, I'm like, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, I don't know where you are. Right. Isn't you're about what seven hours ahead of me or yeah, something like so that? Yeah, kind of like early yeah. evening and your your morning. So yes. we managed to sort it out this time with time zones. So for those people that are listening and watching right now who might not be familiar with you and your wonderful work, do you want to give yourself a quick introduction as to who you are and what are you all about? Sure. So uh, I'm an intuitive healer. I'm clairvoyant and clairaudient, and I help. Um, women and other well I guess women and men kind of come into their power and to help I help them speak their truth and follow their heart (laughs) that's really what I do speaking your truth it's so important this is like a big part of the message isn't it kind of helping someone it really is yes into that place so I'm curious because we are on the hungry soul podcast and a lot of my work is around helping women become soul fed so I'm curious what does it mean for you to be a soul fed woman sure I actually put a little bit of thought into that before we started talking and um, honestly for me to be a soul fed woman it's to honor my inner wisdom uh, to stand in my truth to honor my heart to, to stand basically in my authenticity and to feel completely whole inside, oh, that's, you know? That's, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's really kind oh. of like full, full integrity, isn't it? Kind of just yeah. owning who you are. Just owning who you are and just going with it and not caring what anyone thinks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's something that I want to expand upon, actually, if I may. Has that sure. always been the case for you? Or has that been something that you have struggled with, like so many people that I know as well? Um, I'm guessing that that's the same for you, isn't it? It's the exact same, yes. 
So it was, it was, it was not easy for me, uh, you know, to be intuitive. I've been intuitive since I was a little girl. Mm. Uh, I've been clairvoyant. I was always able to, um, receive messages through dreams. And I would, sometimes I would wake up in the morning and I would say, mom, I just had a dream about someone who passed 20 years ago and they have a message for you. And she would just kind of look at me like, what, (laughs) you know? Um, and so it took me a very long time, um, to honor my intuition and to honor my gifts, And especially over the last year, year and a half, I went through an awakening like so many people on this planet are going through right now. Uh, And I was really, I don't want to use forced, but I'm going to say gently pushed and nudged by the universe to speak my truth and to say, okay, you know that you've gone through everything that you've gone through in your life for a reason. Now it's time to help others. So, yeah. Uh, It's so interesting that you said that because as you said, there seems to be this planetary awakening right now where people women particularly actually are kind of stepping into their truth and they're they're standing into this um this power I kind of want to use have you seen Wonder Woman the film where she kind of gets on her armor and she's like right this is what I'm supposed to be doing Um, yes yeah I actually cried at the end of that movie I went and saw it a few weeks ago and the message that she portrays at the end of the movie and it's all about love And on, you know, and it was just like, yes, I got on Instagram and I made like this long post about it. And it was just like, that is it. That is a divine feminine power. I love it. It, I love it. Isn't it? I think it's got so many more messages to it than what probably it was intended when it was put together, certainly from, from my point of view anyway. Definitely. Just kind of backtracking then in your story, because everyone that I'm kind of on, that I'm getting on the show right now, I want to kind of explore their journey for people that are listening and watching because I know for a lot of women that might be listening and watching right now they're not yet where they want to be and that's not to say that you are or that I am because it's it's a journey but what what kind of changed for you like how did you start to step into that place of becoming more self-ed like honoring your gifts being unapologetic not bothering about what people thought of you what what happened I went through a catalyst awakening (laughs) Um, I was living, you know, I, I do a lot, you know, I was living like the American dream, you know, I was, I've, I owned and operated a marketing business by the time I was 30, I had owned it for about 10 years, 31, uh, highly driven, highly motivated by money, highly motivated by like that practical, you know, masculine take control energy, which seems to be a common theme right now that people are understanding that they're dealing with. Um, and I mean, I was living in constant stress, constant worry. Uh, my relationship was suffering. My marriage was suffering. I am divorced. Um, and it was just like, something's got to give because I kept feeling this need in my heart for so long. I'm here to help other people. I'm here. I don't know how I'm here to help other people, but I know I'm here to help other people. How am I going to honor that? You know, and the life that I was living is, you know, owning this business and, you know, working 18 hour days just was not serving me at all. And that was it. You know, I ended up in the hospital. I had a, um, 10 millimeter kidney stone that put me into the emergency room, uh, had to have very quick surgery and my body was just like, Nope, you're done. And so from the time that I was in the hospital to the time I recovered, it was about four weeks. I was in bed. I was literally forced to stop mm-hmm. and to start and to start feeling. Yes. It was no longer about thinking. It was about feeling and everything just kind of changed. Oh, I love that. That um, that kind of switch from the thinking to the feeling. And you said about like the divine feminine, so kind of moving out of the masculine and actually stepping into that place of embodiment, really. 
Absolutely. Is that something that you found really difficult? Because I know that a lot of women can struggle with that if they're just not used to feeling all the feels. We avoid the feelings. We don't want to go to where those emotions are because they're too big and they're too painful. Was that something that you struggled with? Absolutely. I suppressed my feelings from the time I was probably 17 until now. I'm 34. So I was always taught that, um, you know, feeling wasn't logical. It wasn't right, you know, and that when you follow your heart, you're just going to get hurt. So what's the point? You know, that kind of stuff. And it was really hard, you know. Um, I feel like this really had to do with a lot of the conditioning that I was exposed to when I was a child. And um, I was also taught that, like, the way that I felt couldn't be trusted. So I always looked to other people to validate me. So I was always drawn to like other intuitive healers or I would constantly ask my spouse or other people like, you know, do you think I should do this? Do you think I should do that? What is that? You know, and, and I would always look to others to validate myself. So I didn't trust myself, you know? And so it was a, no, it was a constant struggle for me. I think that not trusting ourselves, and that's something that I've struggled with in the past as I'm sure that many of the kind of listeners are possibly the same, when we don't trust ourselves like you said we start to lean towards this external validation don't we like we rely on the house and the car and the money and the job and the friends and the family to say no it's okay you're worthy and you're successful and you're lovable but if we're all empty inside what happens then (laughs) exactly and you know honestly that's really what I went through like I said by the time I was 31 32 I had a $300,000 home I owned a couple Mercedes a couple BMWs owned my own business and I wasn't happy. Mm. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't, and I, I had known I had had intuitive impressions, um, a lot of guidance that I just simply ignored, just simply ignored it because it wasn't logical. Do you think there was fear behind that as well? Kind of ignoring it from a fear point of view as in, oh, what would this mean if I listened? Of course. Yeah. What would this mean? You know, when I really started noticing how intuitive I really was, um, the biggest thing was how are people going to think about me? What are people going to say about me? You know, or if I admitted my true feelings about certain situations in my life, oh my gosh, what did that mean? I was going to have to face all of my own crap before I could get to the situation that I wanted to get to. Right. It was like facing, facing my darkest fears. I had to go through my dark night of the soul, which was not fun. It was awful. Yeah. I think, and I think that's something that I suppose from a conversational point of view, it's important to sort of stress, you know, I was speaking to someone a few days ago And she's very enlightened and she's on her spiritual path. And maybe for a lot of people kind of seeing her, she's so she's already gotten to that place of being where she wants to be. But she said the same. She was like, there's been moments where it's been really challenging. And sometimes it's been like, I'm just going to turn back because I can't keep going. I don't want to keep going forward. But that's where we sometimes have to really just face it head on, don't we? Because that's where the lessons and I've always learned so much from my biggest, deepest, darkest moments. Even at the time I didn't see it, it was afterwards that I went, oh my God, I get it now. I totally understand why that had to happen to me. Yeah, because it's through feeling that we begin to figure things out. And I really, I even talk to my clients a lot about that where they're like, well, I don't like to feel because that hurts. Yeah, but it's, that's, that's the message. That's how you figure things out is it hurts. You grow so strong. I always say that my dark night of the soul was the best thing that ever happened to me. Not maybe not at the time I didn't feel so much, but looking back at it now, it's like, yes, I had to experience all of that because that's the universe's way of calling you on your own crap. Absolutely. Yeah. Pay attention, Mm -hmm. listen, take action. Um, Yes. 
I'm curious because you said that you work with men and women and obviously uh -huh. the majority of the listeners will be will be women because this is quite yes. a female focused podcast however why do you think from your experience that some of us, and let's kind of take women specifically, why do you think we do have such a hard time of actually listening to ourselves? You know, when it comes to intuition, when it comes to our, our higher self, when it comes to those little gentle nudges that comes from somewhere, why do you think many of us just don't want to? And we're like, oh no, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna listen. What's your experience? I think the biggest thing is fear. Everybody who I've ever worked with who, um they know on an intuitive level, they know where they want to go or who they want to be with mm. or what they want to be doing for a living, but they're so scared of facing themselves that they don't move forward. Yeah. And that's the biggest lesson that I've, I've seen in myself and I've seen in other clients that I've worked with. Um, you know, I, I work with women every day who are scared to leave their marriages, even though they're completely unfulfilled, they're completely, ha uh, you know, miserable. They know that they're living with a narcissist or they know that they're living with somebody who's incredibly abusive, but they're so scared of facing themselves and having to believe in themselves that they don't leave. Um, or I, I see the same thing for men. Codependency is a big issue, yeah. a big issue today. Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely kind of um well, it comes down to that trust again doesn't it it's like the, yeah not trusting myself to be on my own um financially independent I don't trust myself to know the answers and it's sometimes right. just so easy to stay in that that discomfort even though it is making us miserable which is crazy when you think about it logically yeah, well, and I do, I work with a lot of people as well who, you know, they tell me they were kind of scolded for feeling when they were younger, mm. you know, and they're worried about what their parents are going to think. I mean, I work with 35, 40-year-old women and men who are scared of what their parents are going to think if they make these decisions in their life. And I'm just like, wow. And it really just goes back to that conditioning that, that they were exposed to when they were kids. It's like your heart is a direct connection to source. It's where your soul wants to lead you. It's all about feeling first and then acting, not the other way around. Yeah, definitely. Kind of allowing it to be like your, um, like your internal compass, isn't it? It's like, yes, it's guiding you if you want it to pay attention or you can just tune out and just see what happens. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So on your journey and, and I keep referring to it as a journey because it is, and it never really finishes for, for oh. most of us. And actually I'm going to be totally honest now, everybody listening, I don't want my journey to finish. I, I get excited at the thought of keeping evolving and keep learning more things about myself. Like I don't want this journey to ever be like, you know, that's it. That's it. You know, all you need to know. So I'm a bit of a, a bit of a geek in that way, but no, I agree. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. But what have you, what have you learned in terms of where you are right now and what you've gone through? What have you learned about the importance of listening to yourself and actually feeding your own soul hungers? I love that question because um, I agree with you. When I first started going through my awakening, I was like, when is this going to be over? You've got to be kidding me. This is, this is awful, you know. But now I've learned that the more you listen to your intuition – and the more you trust in yourself, even though you don't know exactly where you're going to go, the more you just kind of take those little steps, uh, doors begin to open for you that you never expected would open for you. You begin to uncover gifts about yourself and lessons that you're like, huh, huh. And then like the chapters of your life actually begin to make sense. Yes. And you're like, oh, no wonder I had to go through this experience 10 years ago or 15 years ago because it's helping me right now. Or no wonder I've always felt this way because it's helped. But you just have to like, you know, give yourself that little bit of motivation to get over the hill 
so that you can see what the lesson really is. And then you're kind of like, oh, wow, there are infinite possibilities in my life. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Kind of Mm -hmm. um, the power of hindsight is like reflecting back and you're like, oh, it makes sense. But at the time, it's like, I can't see where this is taking me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I figured out what my life purpose was. Because I, because I, yeah, because I allowed myself to just simply go, I'm going to go with the flow and I'm going to stop trying to control everything. Yeah. Oh, I love the word. I love the way that you've mentioned control there, because I think that's so relevant for me when I've learned to listen to myself and actually sort of feed my soul in whatever way I need to, it really has just allowed me to just receive really kind of open up and receive. Yeah. I always tell people, you know, um, your heart, it's about making that request, right? And then believing that you're worthy enough to receive it, however the universe tries to bring it to you. So you have to release the expectations uh, on how you think things should happen and just go with the flow. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so how do you feed your soul nowadays? So one of the things that you do to actually feed your soul, that light you up, that make you feel connected, what do you do? Oh, I do several things. First of all, I make it a point to listen first, to listen to my heart, to listen to uh, what it is that my soul is trying to say to me, and then I take action. That was something that I really had to work on where I thought first and then I allowed myself to feel later. So I do that first. Uh, I meditate daily. Uh, I am a Reiki practitioner, so I I do Reiki on myself daily or I work on other people. Uh, And I really truly have started to honor my femininity. This was something that I didn't Mm -hmm. used to do. I take time to uh, make myself look beautiful every day. Um, or, you know, as much as I possibly can, uh, I say beautiful things to myself. I do affirmations in the morning, you know, even when I'm not feeling so wonderful, I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'll say, you know, you are worthy. You are beautiful. You have gifts, you know, um, and I honor my feelings and I just really trust my inner wisdom first before anybody else. You know, how do you feel about this, Stephanie? That's, that's a powerful question, isn't it? To ask ourselves. As you said that, I literally got goosebumps. I was like, if I was to walk around every day and ask myself the questions that sometimes we tend to ask others, I wonder what the answer would be. Right. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry. No, I was gonna say, I also allow quiet time in my life. This is something that I've noticed a lot of my clients don't allow taking time for themselves and getting in touch with their own vibration. Yeah, I think sometimes we can find ourselves being so busy, can't we? It's like head down, going through the to-do list, rushing, pushing, and there is yeah. no space, there is no time for us to just to just be. Right. Have you found that challenging to make space for yourself? I'm interested. I used to, not so much anymore. Now it's like a necessity. If I don't take 30 minutes to an hour to myself every single day, it's almost like it, that's my medicine. You know, but before when I separated from my ex-husband and I was kind of forced to spend time alone, that was incredibly challenging. I felt very scared um, because then I was being given all these impressions and I had to really get in touch with who I was, you know, and then I had to go, oh man, this is the truth. Oof. And I have to kind of swallow that. But now it's like, oh, I love myself. I love to spend time by myself and it's, it's perfect. I crave it. That's yeah. good. I think that yeah. um, what you were saying then about spending time with ourselves, because I know that a lot of people that I've worked with in the past, they've found it really uncomfortable to be on their own. And yeah. I think sometimes when we are constantly in that place of just being busy and we're keeping ourselves occupied, 
we don't have to sit with our demons like we don't have to allow that that darkness to kind of sometimes pop up and to get our attention because we're too occupied so yeah. having that space like you said the space the time having that solitude of actually being with ourselves it can be challenging but the benefits of it are incredible if you just yes. keep doing it yeah. Well, and then you begin to learn things about yourself too. I mean, I started noticing that my, um, I would get all these little creative nudges and I started making jewelry and I started getting into, you know, things that I was never into before, but then I was like, wow, I'm a real creative person. And I never considered myself to be creative until I allowed myself to just be alone and come up with this stuff. It was amazing. Oh, I love yeah. that. It's so funny. Yeah. One, of, one of my clients today said the exact same thing. She was like, I'm not creative. You keep asking me to be creative and I'm not. And I just keep gently nudging her to just sit with it and see what happens because there will be something there, I promise. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. There will be. She there might, will she be. She might develop, you know, some massive skills now with like art or something. And she's like, oh, it'd be amazing. It was funny because I would sit in meditation and I would see mala beads. And I was like, why, are they, why do I keep seeing mala beads? And why do I keep seeing bracelets and necklaces and stuff? And I saw that for probably three or four months during meditation. Oh. Well, now I, I make that. There you go. I make those and so it was like it was being shown to me for a reason so it just goes to show the least creative person is probably the most creative person in the room oh definitely <laughs> can often be the way it's literally there it's right under your nose yeah um question to kind of well I've got a final question which I'm not going to ask you just yet but sure. for somebody that's listening right now or maybe watching if they're on YouTube and they're kind of they they possibly relate to what you're saying about well yeah I don't really listen to myself and I and I don't really allow my instinct to guide me because I stay in my head and and I don't want people to judge me and it is you know it's quite a complex place to be coming from where would you suggest that somebody starts with this and I know that's quite a big question but somebody that really wants to start finding themselves their truth start leaning into their instinct their intuition and their soul to become soul fed where would somebody start? Sure. I would say the biggest, the biggest place that I started was I allowed myself to feel and to really trust the way that I was feeling for a reason. Like, you know, um, I always say to my clients, you feel the way that you feel for a reason. Um, you know, you have to trust yourself and follow, um, where your soul is trying to take you towards a particular career path, towards a particular person, towards a particular situation in your life. Your soul knows what's best for you. There's a reason I have what I have on my website about the soul usually knows what's best. The challenge is to silence the mind, right? Um, and it's just to allow yourself to go, okay, I keep feeling these intuitive impressions for a reason. I keep having these ideas over and over and over again for a reason. I think I'm going to take five minutes out of my day today to just simply sit with that and try to figure out why it is that I'm feeling this way. So it's really just simply allowing yourself to feel. And I think that's a big one, isn't it? Because so many it really of us is. Don't, you know, we numb out. We numb out with food and drink and shopping and loads of things because we don't want to feel the feels. Right. So, yeah. But it's through feeling that you figure everything out. Yep. Sometimes we have to embrace that discomfort in order to find the comfort or something like that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Something like that. Okay, final question, because we're coming towards sure. the end already, which has gone really wow. quick. It really has. But final question for you, Stephanie, is sure. if you think about some of those moments in your past when you were not where you are right now, so you were disconnected, you weren't soul-fed, you weren't living your truth, you weren't embodying your truth, if you could go back in time 
and give your younger self some advice, what would it be? To trust yourself and to follow your heart. Mm. Big time, because it'll serve you. And I would also let myself, I would tell myself that you're a lot more powerful than you realize, Stephanie, and that you have gifts. Um, the things that you consider curses are actually gifts. Love that. Yeah. Kind of embracing yeah. your imperfections, your perceived imperfections. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel, and, and again, you know, Stephanie, you feel the way that you feel for a reason. You can trust it. You can honor your heart. Mm -hmm. Love it. Do you know what, Alf? Everybody that I've had on the show recently, um, and some of them might not have gone out yet when someone's watching or listening this, but pay attention because nearly every single guest at the end to that question has always said something around trust. It's always been trust myself or listen to myself or trust the signs. It's kind of like this universal message of we need to start trusting ourselves, people. Everything's going to yeah. be fine. Everything's yes. going to be fine. Well, you're born with a blueprint inside of your heart, you know, and if you just follow that blueprint, you're going to be golden. You're going to be fine. <laughs> it's when you resist it that you have the most problems. Oh, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree yeah. more. So yeah. where can we find your beautiful work and your jewelry as well, oh. Stephanie? Where can we find oh. you on the, the World Wide Web? Where, where are you? My website is just www.divinesouljourney.net. Perfect. So, and all, yeah. of, um, all of Stephanie's links for any of you that are watching this on YouTube and also on my website, the links are below this video. If you're on iTunes, then head over to where Stephanie's just directed you to. Thank you yeah. very, very much. I'm so oh, glad gosh, you're very welcome. Got the got the chance to have a conversation. Um, and you never know, we might have another one in the future about something else. <laughs> yeah, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, listen, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're up to. And thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. See you later. See you later. <laughs> so there you go. Another episode of the Hungry Soul podcast. Now, if this conversation has got you intrigued about your own journey on becoming a soul-fed woman, and you're not really sure of what to do, where to begin, or where even to start, I've got some presents for you. If you head over to soulfedwoman.com forward slash free dash resources, you will find a multitude of presents that I've created for you, including workshops, training series, and meditations. There's also a few little extras along the way too. So have a beautiful week, take care of yourself, and I look forward to our next episode together on the Hungry Soul podcast. See you later.